0: Welcome back, everyone, to Law School Life and Beyond's Leadership Series. My name is Katya, and I am the host of this podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by Daniel Demaria. Daniel is a Western Law JD grad who has taken a more non-traditional path with his degree. He's opened up his own business, actually, which I'm looking forward to picking his brain about on this episode. So with that, thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure. I hope, uh, hope some law students find this conversation meaningful.
0: I'm sure that they will. Um, what made you? Let's start with what made you decide to pursue a career in law.
1: You know, it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint an exact uh, specific reason that led me to, to to go to law school and everything. Um, I think I fall into a pretty common, um, you know, group of of law students that or ex law students that uh, went to law school for for no specific reason, but a bucket of you know practical reasons. You know, it's, it's a, it's a good career, uh, laws, yeah. as a profession, uh, of course, and, um, mm-hmm. maybe a bit of a lack of a better alternative at the moment. Um, I was, uh, um, uh, you know, I was, I was, a liberal arts student with a, with a, you know, decent LSAT score. I thought I was smart and, uh, not, not, a, not a whole bunch of job prospects for a philosophy grad. So, uh, law was, a yeah, a real, a real possibility to, to correct the ship for, uh, you know, vocational, degree um yeah it's kind of the reason why
0: okay so knowing that you weren't really certain about pursuing law how did you find law school
1: uh yeah um <laughs> that's a good question so um so so yes i mean so firstly you know i'm gonna i'm gonna answer honestly uh, obviously i want this to be to be useful for law students um so i want to preface my answer with um I, I don't I don't think that that I was ready for law school, and okay. um, I, as a result of that, I, I wasn't ever you know all in on law school personally, um, and, and that, that affected my path. Um, um, you know, law law school for you know, for many, not for all, and this is not the case for right. everyone. But for many, um, you know, law school is difficult. Uh, you know, the proposition in itself is is a little bit scary. Um, the vast majority of law students are very young, and the vast majority of them. Uh, are taking on you know life changing debt to finance yes. an education for a career that might not work for mm-hmm. them uh, you know it, it costs it costs you know a whole bunch on the financial side and then it also costs you know three years plus one for articling, um, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're very productive and energetic years in your life uh, you mm-hmm. know late mid twenties late twenties early thirties when you when you kind of go through law school and start articling typically. Um, now, that being said, did you
0: go in straight out of undergrad.
1: So uh, yeah, that's a that's an interesting one in itself. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I did. I did. But, okay. I, but I, I started I, I had a false start. I started in uh, in September 2012. Okay. And uh, I actually left after uh, I think about a month. I, I kind of thought to myself, okay. I don't know if this is for me. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, Western was, was very good about it. They're, they were they're basically like, okay, you know, you, you, can, you have a spot next year if you want to come back. They gave me, I oh, believe sorry. a full refund on my tuition. And, uh, I actually, uh, you know, worked in, um, worked in sales that year and, okay. and, and ended up going back you know, the following September of 2013. Um, okay. you know, there was a bit of a false start with law school for me. Um, but you know, That's okay. that, that, that being said, um, I, I, I do think that, um, it's a great career. I do and, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to come around to that position that it is a great mm-hmm. career but I genuinely believe that it that it is a good career um, I personally was overwhelmed by the proposition in law school uh, personally and uh, I, you know honestly looking back I have I have nothing but respect for uh, you know my peers that that in the face of, of the of the proposition and its difficulty uh, you know pushed through and, and and went all in and and I, I respect that
0: I really appreciate your honesty on that front because I think, and I just wrote an article about this today. Uh, It's not published yet, but it was because I took three years off in between Mm -hmm. and like one of my major points was just burnout, like coming out of undergrad and feeling exhausted and just not really I don't know not really feeling school at that moment um law school was not even on my brain and I'm three years out and I still feel burnt out in law school and like I would say that I was relatively ready and there are still moments where I'm like oh my god like what's going on here like (laughs) but you're right for lack of a better better alternative I feel good about being where I'm at right now but if you combine that if you combine that that with burnout I can imagine how just difficult that experience must have been those three years
1: uh, yeah, you know, they, they weren't, they weren't, uh, you know, I just want to say that they weren't, they weren't you know, always difficult. It was, um, looking back, um, I, I wouldn't trade the experience for anything. I'm very thankful okay. that I went through it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm honest, um, uh, I think, I think there's a, there's an experience in going through law school. That's, that's very valuable in, in business. I'm sure we'll impact that a little bit later, but I do think there is a
0: Okay, so that leads me to my next question. Um, you started two businesses while in law school, yeah. so it seems that you're a little bit more business minded, even when you were in law school. Right. What led you to kind of start those?
1: Yeah. Um, so, so for background, um, I started a uh, a gourmet beef jerky company called Table Mountain Curing mm-hmm. Company. I started that uh, during. Two uh, L in the beginning of Two L with a, a close friend of mine. We operated it in the following summer, and I started um, a uh, used car marketing service, if you will. Uh, basically, we would uh, we work with call centers to cold call uh, Auto Trader and Kijiji uh, car listings in, in, in Canada and the U.S. and, and sell people on these uh, these marketing packages, basically in a targeted vicinity to, the, to where they live uh, via you know Google AdWords and stuff like that. Um, so. So, so I mean, the, an implication of when I did that is that it was during two LOCIs. So, um, okay. needless to say, I, I didn't, um, I didn't take OCI's that seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't land a summer role, um, and I think in a lot of ways, those businesses, me, me working on those businesses in that summer, um, was me reacting to the uh, situation that I created. Um, okay you know, I think I was, I was kind of crafting a narrative that, um, I was just building, I was building these businesses and not doing the OCI, um, because I wanted to, not because I -hmm. I, I had to do something a little bit different. Um, because I, I kind of had a, a not ideal start into law school.
0: Okay. And do you regret not going into OCIs, or do you feel good about the decision that you made to start those businesses and how they've helped you in the future?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, th- I I'm I'm very I'm very happy that I am where I am now, and okay. you know uh, looking back, um, I, I mean every 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 struggle uh, was a necessary step in the path that brought me here. And mm-hmm. if I had been granted an OCI, uh I, I can assure you that my my path would have been very different. Um, I wonder if I would have come to uh, tech entrepreneurship uh, at some point down the road. I I, I think I, I'll tell myself that I I I might have uh, though of course mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you know, long story long, I don't know, Katya, gotcha, it's a great question. I to know the answer.
0: <laughs> well, as long as you're happy where you are now, that doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? right, right. Um, so did you, how did you um, get your articling done then? Where did you end up going? Did you find a traditional legal practice that you could kind of just get that done? Or how did you accomplish that?
1: Yeah. Um, so I did, I did end up articling at a uh, smaller shop in Toronto uh, with a couple of lawyers. Um, yeah. After, after law school, I, I did that.
0: Okay, so where did you jump after the articling position? What was your next move from there?
1: Um, Right after articling, I jumped into a full-stack developer boot camp at BrainStation, actually, in Toronto. Uh, So I learned learned how to code. I kind of thrust myself uh, right into the the tech ecosystem.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: Looking back, it was a, I don't want to say desperate but I want to say half-baked decision, one that wasn't fully thought through. Um, <laughs> okay. um, but, but, yeah, that's what I did right after.
0: And did you enjoy that work?
1: You know, it was it was it was interesting. Um, I, I did enjoy parts of it. Um, it, it I, I did feel a little bit lost uh, in 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 that program, though. You know, that program uh, did lead me to to founding um, um, Rally. So, uh, okay. you know, I'm grateful for for how the experience uh, turned out. But. Um, yeah, it was it was a you know an interesting choice, and I'm sure a lot of um, uh, you know my peers and friends uh, were probably scratching their head a little bit when I decided to do that right after Articling. I, I don't blame them.
0: <laughs> so then, what um, do you mind describing then what Rally is and yeah, yeah, the type of work you do?
1: Yeah, for sure. So so, so Rally is a is a legal tech uh, company. I was founded by myself and my co founders in uh, the end of 26, 2017, early early twenty eighteen. Um, we, uh, yeah, we built a, a, uh, document automation, uh, client collaboration, uh, virtual law firm platform, uh, basically mm-hmm. we service, um, uh, several law firms across the U S and Canada, uh, right now, uh, law firms that are looking to create a, a better client experience, um, uh, deploy automation to, to make work a lot easier and reduce, uh, time spent on a lot of monotonous and routine tasks. Um, mm-hmm. As well as sell uh, legal services online, uh, which which Rally uh, does enable. So so that's kind of uh, that's kind of what we do. Uh, mainly, transactional business firms are on the platform. Though we do have a, uh, a nice mix of some some estate, estate planning firms, um, litigation firms in the U.S., family practices.
0: Yeah. Okay, and that's such an interesting business model. And I feel like you're really ahead of the curve here. And this is going to be super. Successful, I'm, probably, I'm sure it is now. But I, I, th- I only see this getting bigger because talking to um, Aaron Bear, who you know uh, he's a Western mm-hmm. grad mm-hmm. and a junior partner at Aaron Burles he was telling me uh, on the episode that I filmed or recorded with him, he was like all these forms okay. that don't need to be completely recreated like you're not, you're not breaking the mold with these forms every single time you use them right. why isn't there a template online that is just like easy like he's why is this so difficult and like you said mundane and a waste of everyone's time mm-hmm. so this is really cool that you are ahead of the curve here and supplying firms with this kind of service yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you know we're, we're, we're trying to we're trying to uh, you know doc certainly isn't uh it new it's been around for a while uh, but but you know making it easier um, um, mm-hmm. making it easier to get started uh, client directed automation we're, we're in collecting information from a client you can you can uh, to kind of deploy that data to draft uh, uh, you know sets of, of, of documents pertaining to the matter that they're you know retaining you for or engaging you for um, you know that's the kind of stuff that we're focusing on and um, yeah you know it's certainly it's certainly been a fun ride and uh, we have a lot of great lawyers on board getting value from it
0: Awesome. Then you had mentioned before that you're actually based out of California. So is your mm-hmm. business? It must be remote then, or do you guys have a headquarters?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, we're actually headquartered in. We're a fully remote team. Uh, we're headquartered in St. John's, uh, Newfoundland, actually, because my my co-founder okay. and rally CEO, Scott Stevenson, is based there uh, in St. John's. Awesome. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, we have uh, you know employees in uh, Toronto, Halifax, uh, Vancouver, and uh, of course, I'm down here in LA. So.
0: So how did you manage to pull that off? Being in LA, are you dual citizen? I'm, I'm, just, or? I'm just sneaky.
1: No, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you know, I guess I guess one of the benefits of not being jurisdictionally bound to Ontario as a non-lawyer is you, know, you can you can be be elsewhere. But uh, but yeah, you know, just uh, you know, through my business, I was able to to get status to to operate here.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is awesome! And how is living in California?
1: Uh, it's great. It's great. Uh, I love it. Um, you know, I wanted to live in California, so <laughs> here I am doing it. Um, you know, it's great, but but um, um, hey, grass is always greener. Uh, you know, it's 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 great, but it's got its pros and cons. And in Toronto, uh, you know, where I grew up, uh, is a great city to live in. And uh, there's certain th- certain things about Toronto that I that I certainly miss. Uh, but but I think overall, it's it's good for me at the time.
0: What is your? Um, so it's safe to say I think that you have a very non-traditional path. Yes. What would you say is your biggest piece of advice for students? that aren't really feeling that law school is their thing while in law school, where did they go from there? What, what would you say is your piece of advice for those kinds of students?
1: Um, put your blinders on, put the blinders on.
0: Okay. Um, it's
1: not going to apply to everyone. Uh, I'll tell you that. But, um, my advice is put the blinders on. Um, if you're feeling that law school isn't worth it, um, and that you're lost and it's easy to feel that way. You know, it's easy to, to say it's not a good return on investment or it's a bad use of my time. Um, my advice is to take responsibility and say, "I'm here, and it's too late." Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you're looking to validate the idea that law school isn't a good idea, you'll find no shortage of people validating the <laughs> idea online. You, you want? You ask anyone. You'll no, find right. it. You'll find it, and and it'll it'll, right. it'll muddy the waters. It'll sap you know much needed motivation to persist. Um, mm-hmm. And and um, you know it's it's a it's 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 so easy to say I can't lose if I don't play, you know. It's it's so easy to say, okay, you know, I'm going to recuse myself from from the, the the chase here because I don't think law school is worth it, and I I, I genuinely believe you're doing yourself a disservice, you know, um, you know you know, f- fight, fight the challenge, which law school is. It's, it's 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 often a challenge. It's 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 often competitive. Um, but you know, I encourage you to stick with it. You know, get a couple years of practice under your belt. I I, I genuinely believe that's worth it. You know, it, and it took me a while to come to the decision. I, you know, I, I I did fall victim to the whole idea that you know I can't I can't lose if I don't play, and and um, I was I was creating um, different opportunities for myself that I convinced myself was better than the path that I was on, and I I can't encourage that path on any law students right now that are feeling feeling the struggle. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's natural, and um, you know, again, a lot of respect for you know my peers in law, in law school that 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 felt that felt that struggle that that dealt with the, the weight of the proposition that is law mm. school and and persisted and a lot of them you know in my opinion are are in pretty good places right now so that's my advice
0: okay do you think that you would be where you are right now without your law degree did law school ultimately open doors for you more or less
1: i'm tempted to say that law school did not help me in this position but I don't think that's right. true anymore. I think I once thought that was true, okay. and I don't think that was true anymore. I think that um, uh, you know, I used, I used to say that. So obviously, a lot of lawyers get out of, of the legal profession. That's a very well understood, you know, fact. I, mm-hmm. I think I don't remember the stat. I think it's something like you know, uh, I think like thirty percent or fifty percent are out after you know X number of years, and the number is not that big, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I used to I used to hear that stat, and I would say to myself, okay, it's, it's not that it's not that um, they leave the profession um, because law school equips you with so many transferable skills and you can go anywhere. They leave because they have to, and they're, you know, generally smart people and they can, they can figure it out. You know, I I used to say that was the case. I don't think that's true. I think going through the experience of law school, going through the challenge, um, the, 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 the experience of, of being in this competitive environment where, you know, you're, you're betting, especially these days, you're betting a pretty big tuition premium, um, that you're going to get a, a decent job that's going to it's um, going to pay itself off, and in many more times. I think going through that experience um, and surviving it um, creates a a a comfortability with chaos that is is invaluable to starting to starting businesses and to uh, yeah you know several careers, uh, but certainly to to starting businesses and um, yeah you know difficult stuff like that.
0: Okay, cool. I I like that. That's motivating. And I think you, like just from a bird's eye view, from an outsider's perspective, like you being in law school, maybe not necessarily feeling in place, like pushing you to start Motor Panda and the Table Mountain Curing Company. I feel like that's a testament to law school. Maybe it was painful, not the most enjoyable experience, but it definitely pushed you in areas that it was still productive in the sense that it crossed some things off for you, you know? And I think that that's still productive.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't remember where I heard this, but someone once told me something like, uh, you know, law school breeds famine or law school breeds hunger, right? Um, okay. You know, I just it's couldn't couldn't be more right. I mean, yeah, yeah, couldn't be more right.
0: Your partners are these people that you met in law school, or um, did, like, how did you meet these people that you're now working with?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, good question. Um, yeah, so my co-founders, uh, Matt and Scott, I actually met Matt at BrainStation. So Matt was Matt was doing okay. the uh, the user experience. Um, uh, a design program. While I was doing the web dev program there, and it was summer of 2017, uh, I met Matt then. And you know that summer, um, I had finished articling. I was um, networking at a bunch of like tech TO events, uh, really trying to immerse myself. In tech. I kind of became obsessed with like Silicon Valley startup, you know, culture and and, and all that, yeah. and starting companies and tech. And that kind of stuff. And, you know, that kind of propelled me to go to, to, go to brain station. And, you know, while I was doing that, I was, I was talking with, um, you know, a friend of mine that ended up being our initial angel investor actually about starting rally. I mean, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, uh, uh, start a company and, and law was something that I understood, uh, at least somewhat well, uh, having, having article and having gone to law school and being kind of immersed in the Toronto legal network. Um, so, mm-hmm. and there's certainly, you know, opportunities I thought to make uh, certain areas of practice better. So, uh, I met Matt, and he and my other co-founder, Scott, I met through a through a mutual connection at the uh, co-working space that Matt and I were working out of that summer, which uh, our angel investor let us work out of. It was actually his office, the shared office space that we were, we were working out of. So I met Scott then, and it was actually funny. Scott, who's based in St. John's, um, Matt and I, of course, from Toronto, Scott was starting uh, his own legal tech company as a non-lawyer he's a he's a developer he's an engineer but he was starting his own legal okay. tech company because he had previously started companies and he just hated dealing with the legals and dealing with lawyers in the corporate side so mm-hmm. he wanted to he was kind of DIYing it and he was thinking about some kind of you know legal tech uh, uh, products and some kind of DIY product and we ultimately ended up hitting it off and and yeah we founded Rally um, um, yeah that 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 winter of 2017 just at the end.
0: You were the missing puzzle piece for this man. I, I was, I was, yeah,
1: we were, we, we, needed each other, I think. And, um, yeah, very, very, very thankful that things turned out the way they did. So.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I just have one more question. Um, what has been the most rewarding part of your career?
1: Um, yeah, most rewarding part of my career has been building this company with my co-founders and my employees. Building it with them, um, you know, a lot of um, um, a lot of what I do day to day is I rally is sales, uh, bringing bringing on uh, new new law firm customers, um, and you know, whenever we bring on somebody that we're we're excited to work with, you know, I, I see I see the appreciation and and the excitement in my my coworkers, and um, that's awesome. I mean, I just love you know banking wins for our team and uh, and building this with them. I mean, it's yeah, just working with the team is is for sure the most rewarding part. Uh, And second to that, which is, of course, very important as well, is uh, is working with uh, with our lawyer customers and, um, Mm -hmm. um, you know, learning, learning about the business of law, which is um, something that I'm I'm pretty, pretty immersed in these days. I mean, I talk with uh, often I'll talk with, uh, you know, 20, 20 lawyers in a given week about about the practices and how uh, technology often rally can can make the process better and and, and often more profitable. And, um, yeah, it's really rewarding to to work with lawyers on a strategic level to to make the practices better. So. I think that's the most rewarding parts.
0: That's awesome. And I think like my big takeaway from this episode and all that I've learned from you is um, your advice on seeing through law school, like seeing it through and working as a lawyer after. Kind of just crystallize your degree and what you've learned in a few years of traditional practice. And then if after that you don't really see yourself in that field, you will be the better for you'll be the better for it, even if you end up leaving.
1: I, I genuinely think so. You know, I, th- yeah. I think. Firstly, you're, you're going to make some money. You know, yes. a, as a lawyer, mm-hmm. you're going to make some money for those years, and and mm-hmm. if you wanted to transition at that point, you you're you're not sitting on the foundation of I went to law school. I, I articled, now. I'm, now I'm getting out of it. You're sitting on the foundation of like I was. I was a practicing lawyer. I had I had a, a real practice, yeah. and and I'm now. I'm now looking on to the next thing, and and you're going to have that that expertise from the, from cutting your teeth in practice uh, with you for the mm-hmm. rest of your life. And I think that I think that opens a lot of doors, and I think it gives you a lot of perspective. I also think, at least for me, it, it it allows you to look back on your experience in law and say, you know, I really I really I, I finished this, I completed this, and and I think there's mm-hmm. value there. Yeah, I hope. Um hope some law students, um, um, find it, find it useful. And, um, uh, if, if any, if any, you know, law student listeners, um, want to like, you know, reach, reach out to me and, and ask any questions about my experience or want event, um, I'd, I'd be more than happy to chat with them. I mean, I'd love to, you know, get back and help a little bit with somebody who's struggling, um, or, or just, or just wants, wants a sanity check. I mean, I'm happy to, happy to chat. I might not get back to them necessarily that hour because, uh, lots, yeah. lots happening here, but, um, you know, I'll definitely, uh, uh make, make an effort to, to reach back out. So,
0: That's awesome. I will have you tagged in the LinkedIn post. So for our listeners listening right now, um, you can just shoot Daniel a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks
1: so much, Cassie. That's great.
0: Thanks so much, Daniel. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, likewise. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. And be sure to check out next week's episode of Law School Life and Beyond's Leadership Series.